0: happy workshop wednesday thanks thank mark. for tuning in to the dose you're welcome byron we are back we are back from a flash and we're back with an amazing amazing guest this series a five-parter coming your way i'm mark hutchins that's jeremy clevin b-ron is behind the glass and yeah. sitting to my left is james wexler thank you sir James wexler. on the dose no
1: thank you for having me
0: Top producer, entrepreneur, sharp guy, got a great story, and here to open up the playbook a bit for everybody uh, t- to listen in. So thank you, James, for being here. We certainly appreciate it. Excited for uh, this week's series. Good. I'm excited you guys had me. That's great. Big yeah.
1: honor. I know you have a lot of successful people on here. Yeah. Well, thank you, sir. Thanks for joining us. You're one of them. Appreciate it.
2: <laughs> yeah. Welcome to the party.
1: <laughs> welcome to
2: the party. Getting into some good stuff for sure. What's yeah. going on in the marketplace? What's current? What's relevant? First and foremost, huge congratulations to you. Recently awarded the number one solo agent in the state of Arizona by the Phoenix Business Journal. Thank you. nice Congrats. job. That's awesome. Awesome. Beast, what consists and maybe I know the answer, but
1: what makes you a solo agent versus a team? Well, when I started in the business just nine years ago. I needed to make a living. So I was a solo agent. <laughs> and at the time, I never thought it would go to this. I just had a laptop computer and a wireless card and a folding table and chair. So with no money to market because we were just coming out of the crash, I started sitting open houses just to earn some money to pay some bills and figure out what I was going to do next.
2: Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, just, just hard work. I was going to say, as Mark is like saying, hey, we're going to open up the playbook. And I almost wanted to piggyback that and it'd be like, you know, Can you just instill hard work and commitment and dedication into people? Because again, like you said, you know, being a solo agent, I want to dive into your background, I guess, before that, uh, you know, before you got into the real estate, you know, business and kind of what led you in to this business.
1: Sure. So I had a corporate background and used to work on Wall Street, actually raised some money for startup companies and found my way to Arizona by way of New York And never really thought I was going to stay. Helped start a real estate investment company. And like probably everybody who's listening was doing real estate investing. Right. (laughs) Uh, Until the crash. And Everyone was so smart, weren't they? Everyone
2: everyone was an investor. Everyone
1: was so smart.
2: Yeah. What year did you come here?
1: 2001.
2: Oh, okay. So that was
1: 2001. Got to ride it
0: for a little bit. (laughs) Ride it for a little
1: bit and certainly lost everything that we made because we just reinvested everything. And when the market crashed, the banks that would provide the commercial lines of credit to buy the real estate, shut those off. So I was out of business. So for a few years, I floated, had to figure out what I was going to do and need to make some money. So I had my real estate license, although I had never done retail or residential real estate. So with no money to market and just plenty of time, I decided to start sitting open houses and there were a lot of listings and a lot of vacant houses. So it wasn't difficult to call an agent, even though I didn't have any listings and say, can I sit your house as an How open? How many so? open houses would you say you sat the first year? So I heard a story about an agent I won't name. She's now in her 80s, but for many years was the most successful realtor in the valley. And I'd heard a story that when Ren she Callaway, actually it's Sandra, be Sandra Baldwin, Sandra Baldwin. Wilkins or Baldwin. Oh, okay. I was <laughs> going okay, to okay. say it's okay. one of the Sandras. Yeah, Sandra Baldwin. So okay. I had heard a story that she had done an open house every day for the first two years in the business. So I thinking that would be a great way to become successful. I said, well, I have time to do that. It doesn't cost anything but my time. So I said, well, I certainly can do that. And even it was before the days of Netflix. So I bought some open house signs with my name on it and paid $50 a month for a wireless card. And that was, you were limited to just email search. (laughs) Otherwise they charged you a lot above it. So I sat at open houses and I sat when I first started 233 days in a row.
2: 233 days in a row and doing
1: anything and i
2: 233 days in a row is just impressive. And
1: some days were two hours. If I could find a house hey. with a TV and I could watch football, I would sit for eight hours and yeah. <laughs> it was, you know, Christmas Eve, Easter Sunday, pouring rain. It, it didn't matter. I was going to set up my signs and not convince myself that no one's going to come in today because I knew certainly if I didn't go there, I wouldn't meet a client where if I went there, there was always a chance a neighbor would say, well, my realtor's not working today or someone's driving by and needs help. And there are plenty of stories about picking up clients and pouring rain or um, it's too windy or plane got delayed and it's Christmas Eve and they were supposed to be there or that you pick up clients. You don't know when they're going to come. So I did it every day, I only missed uh, seven days that year. And then the following year, I only missed five days. Wow. And the first year I only sold seven Super homes. Impressive. The first year I only but still in our market with all the
0: momentum you built up in that first year yeah. with that consistency. You know. Yeah.
1: And you know, you could look at it negatively and say, Wow, I did a lot of work to only sell seven homes, but price point but you laying groundwork. Right? Yeah. You know? well, Foundation. I, yeah. And you know, no matter what price point you're working on, if you're listing out there, I mean if it's two hundred thousand dollars and you're wrecked by sending buyers, that's six thousand. So if you sell seven homes, that's forty thousand dollars, most people can at least make ends meet, knowing that they're also building it for future. And if you're in Scottsdale and the average price or average commission's twelve or fifteen thousand dollars, you're starting to make a living. So and it built from there and I still do them. I mean I did as you guys said, $82 million last year and 90 transactions. And I still do an open house if I don't have something to do on what should be a work day.
2: Yep. So what how many did you miss the second year? You said five the second year? Yeah, five the second and then, so year. So seven sales the first year. How many the second? 12. 12 sales the second year. Yeah, and it just built, built from there. That's correct. Just and building built
1: that, Yep. And you know, it's one of those things where I feel like I'm busy, but This is a full-time job, and it's rare that I'm busy eight hours a day, five days a week doing productive work. I'm sure you can be on the phone and doing paperwork, but lead generation, productive work. There is always time for most agents who are in the building process of their business or building phase, who are still trying to get clients to find activities, whether it's door knocking, open (coughs) houses, networking, meeting referral partners for lunch, hitting the phones. There are other activities that there's usually time to do. Most agents out there that I see, even the more successful ones, still are not working a full-time job. And I made that analogy. And when I do consulting or training or have asked to talk like this, I always say to the young agents, you know, if you opened up an ice cream shop or a coffee shop in your first two years, how many days a week would you be there? And they all say, all every day,
2: every all day. the time, around right. the
1: clock. So I'm not, I'm always unsure why they treat real estate. I love it. differently? Any different. Any differently. I why love that. that.
2: I'm going to steal this line by the way, or, or that, I didn't make an analogy. Up. Yeah. I didn't make
1: it up, but it is a good analogy. I, it's the, and well, it's yeah. the truth. And it's strange because you have no inventory, no overhead. Right. Uh, you're not even putting your money out there like a coffee shop. And maybe that's why. Maybe that but, is why. It's possible, no and, skin in. Yeah, and well, they always th- low this, barrier of entry, no yeah, skin. This I mean,
0: business is 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 that exactly. There's not many other trades where you can go to school for three to six weeks, uh, take a test, and make more than a doctor. You know, it's, yeah. it's it's insane. And the fact that you know, like you just said, if it wouldn't be, if you're starting a business, why wouldn't it be every day and every moment you have yeah. building it, laying okay. the foundation? I'm like assuming you did, you you're know. in
1: the growth phase of your business. Yeah. And everybody has different goals. If you're happy doing a few deals a year, that, then this conversation is impertinent. However, if you really want to grow your business, you have to look at yourself as an entrepreneur, as a business owner, and you don't have any clients and you need to be working every day. And I don't mean 12 hours a day, seven days a week, but, but consistent maybe. work. And, and depending on how yeah. much you want to grow. I did. Right. And there are a lot of successful agents out there who who do that. But everybody has a different interpretation or definition of success, but if you really want to grow your business and you're getting into this, you really need to plan to work every day for a few years. And I think this is a
2: mentality and a mindset, right? Then looking at this, I don't know that a lot of agents and we're preaching on here for five years, we've been doing this podcast of looking at this like a business owner. We were just doing a segment on this the other day. Um being a business owner and that's just it. If you're gonna open a coffee shop, how how much do you think you have to work? And again, the average person every day, you know? looking like looking at this like a business and you're a business owner. So this the very same answer should should be true here.
1: I you know completely agree. And and that
2: really I know you agree. I just stole it from you.
1: But <laughs> <laughs> the and if you look at the successful people, you find them doing more of that. And if you look at the people who start in the business who leave the business, it has nothing to do with their skill level or success or the ability to sell or their enthusiasm about real estate. They're not even working part-time. Right. Yep. So true. Very so good point. true. Well, that's a great
0: start for today. Let's stop for the moment, and uh, we'll take a kick back again tomorrow. Again, guys, Workshop Wednesday. If you haven't RSVP'd, just come. Thanks to our sponsors, VIP Mortgage and Alliance Property Inspections. Guys, we'll see you ya- uh, tomorrow. See ya. Bye. Bye,